everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Scandal Panel. Can you handle the scandal? Uh-huh. Right. For this week of our topic, we're going to touch on Know Your Scandals, which I'll leave it to Ernest, who also will tell you the purpose of our color theme for this week's episode. Okay, guys. First of all, we're all wearing purple because purple is the color of passion. As in passion fruit, right? Mm, grapes as you feed your lover. Suck yeah. the nipples until it turns purple. Or other heads. Oh, look at until it turns Care purple. Bears. Okay, okay. Look at the purple Care Bears. Look at the purple Care Bears. Beautiful. Care Bears. Yes, so love your purple. Um, for New York Scandals, um, you know, it's been... Uh, and all of us, I think, are looking for dates, like everyone was saying, right? Yeah. So today's question for you guys out there to know us better is uh, any memorable date experiences and dating app experiences as well, and any advice to give the people out there, all right? Who would like to start? AJ, how about you? Wow, why did start with me? <laughs> I'm just, just arrowing anybody. Order. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well... I don't know. Okay, what what's the question that you asked okay, again? Okay, first, uh, any dating experiences, you know, something you want to say or... Uh, is it good or bad? App can be good or bad. Oh, goodness. Yeah, okay, uh, maybe... Okay, I'll start off first, all right? Maybe I'll, I'll start off first. Uh, then you all think about it. Okay, okay. Uh, one thing... Um, one thing I know that <laughs> if anyone goes out there, says, hey, hi, I know you, we've met on Grinder. It's a lie because strangely, for a gay person, I've never been on Grinder. I don't have a Grinder app, and I don't know whether I've heard good news about it. I've heard bad news about it, and you know, I'm not very tech savvy. I've never had a Grinder. So, do you think it's worth me going on a Grinder? Yes, no, yes, no. Okay, never mind. Why All not? Right, so, <laughs> okay, that one is weird, very strange. Uh, it's very strange. So, main thing about um dating and all on apps and that time there used to be one called Honor, is it? Years ago. Like oh, Honor. Okay, that was long I got, I got, and, I got issues and, about Honor. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, talking. tell me. But that was, you know, when you do dating apps, I guess you know the power of um, photography and fake um, profiles. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the main thing about dating yeah. apps, right? Yeah. And I must say, um, you know, that was the first time, you know, when you start meeting people and you, you sort of like go on a blind date and then you go, hey, but you you don't look like the picture. Oh, that was my brother. Or, oh, that one is my picture 10 years ago. Or, or you know, uh, a crazy thing. So now, if any advice I want to give you for dating apps is um, clear picture and really ask, I mean, definitely ask to meet up. Because that's, with so many scammers now, scammers will never meet up. So, I mean, if you're serious about it, meet up. And don't give me the bullshit about what is discreet and, and, you know, you don't know. Because if they're discreet, means they will never go out on a date with you. I don't get it. See, oh, I don't understand that, that thing. Right? Yeah. So, um, that's one thing. And on dates, you really start looking for red flags. Because, you know, I had... I remember one thing, I hate people with egos. And, you know, sort of like in dates, you want to really, you, you go for people, your taste, which, you know, is sometimes handsome and good bodies, right? But then when you start really physically being across the table from them and 
you know, you hear what they say. I remember there was once, uh, it was a lawyer, good body, great job, you know, very articulate. And I was just going to the washroom and I was lining up and, and I was actually talking to one of the waitresses and I said, wow, it's really busy tonight. It was my first time in the restaurant. And I said like, oh, do you all uh, open seven days a week? Is there any day, you, you know, I was just inquiring because I would like to bring my friends and family there. And then I was chatting with her. Then I went to the washroom. Then I came back and he actually asked, excuse me, why are you talking to help? Why are you talking to the service staff? You know, the ego was like amazing. And of course, honestly, that was the first and last day, you know, because you can tell about the person and if they have the same type of, um, you know, goals as you and all that. I would like to share some experiences, you know, with my, with the dating apps. So I have installed Grindr, I've installed Scruff, and I used to use Blued as well, you know, mm -hmm. the, that, that app that's very popular with mainland Chinese. Yeah, um, I feel that, well, just like, just like I suppose dating in everyday life, one has to have a thick skin, uh, you know, so one has to be able to take rejection. And, and also one is also in the place to, to reject people too, you know, if it's not your type, uh, you just have to kind of, how to say, uh, just, just kind of have a thick skin and say no lah. Yeah, and on the other hand, you also cannot take it personally if people don't accept your, your advances as well, you know. Yeah, so I've met friends, I've met dates, uh, you know, like dates that somehow, let's say, uh, turned into brief relationships and and also you know like one night dates la yeah yeah uh, however um, recently i've become a little jaded because of these scammers yeah uh, i've had to uninstall blue because it's just one scammer after another and you know with some experience we we learn to recognize them you know so i i'm also investing in forex I'm working as a makeup sales assistant in Singapore, but I also invest in Forex and then he shows me these receipts of him earning like a thousand for two thousand dollars and over in a day. You know, and I said, Well, if this is making you so much money, why do you even work as a sales assistant? He said, Oh, this is just a side hustle, like you know, I still need to have a main job, ma. So he asked me to download go to this website and download this app, which then is blocked by Apple. And then I went to the website and, you know, it's just something doesn't feel right. Yeah. However, sad to say, I actually created an account and I keyed in my credit card number. Thankfully, so, and, and this is really how lazy they were, you know, my information is really keyed in there, but they didn't make any deductions. But although, although I also didn't tell him that I made, that I entered my information. So thankfully that happened. Yeah. And so I was able to remove my information before they could make a deduction. Yeah. So, hmm. Sorry, you entered because you wanted to buy some stocks or why did you? Yeah, I wanted to try, try, yeah? try to invest la, the way that okay. he advised me to. La. And then and one day he said, that, oh, I'm coming to Singapore to meet you. I'm, I'm booking my flight and getting on a plane. And then I have to transfer at KL. I said, don't you have to do quarantine? He said, oh, because I'm a doctor, right? So I have medical immunity. So I don't have to quarantine and I'm fully vaccinated already. Like got got such thing there, but I suppose again, I, again, I, I I don't that I give just give him the benefit of the doubt, you know. And so he said he said he got on the plane and then he's in KL, but then but then the KL customs right are not letting him through, and and they need my email address. 
Well, I gave, I gave him my email address because I put my email address on my public website anyway, you know, so it's not a big deal. And then I got an email from MalaysianAuthorities at gmail.com. Your and, friend and, brought in too much cash and you have to give your banking details. Yeah, to that extent, okay, <laughs> it, it, it didn't make much sense to me at the point, but I didn't want to pursue further because I know for sure there's no good intentions there. So I replied to the email and I said, nice try, send. I blocked him on WhatsApp, I blocked him on my what on my on the blue, and then I deleted blue promptly after that. It's like it's like because okay, I we know that Chinese scammers, right? If they write to you, like Yang Q write to you in Chinese, they're probably scammers. I didn't expect that Ang Mo also got scammers, you know? So yeah, that was my story. Uh, since then I I, I pretty much stopped I, I'm kind of jaded with with uh with these apps now. Yeah. And I had one very interesting one as well where I used to uh, chat with people on, on, on Growler, okay, which is an app for bears and chucks and chasers. So basically, I responded to this person who, who chatted me up and he fixed a date to go to the condo to meet up. So I went down to mm -hmm. the condo mm -hmm. and he asked me to wait at the pool. Okay, so I went to wait at the okay. pool. Okay. And then after that, he sent me his picture. And then a few minutes later, another person came down to the pool and he looked at me, I looked at him, and he said, is, it, is that you? I said, yeah, that's me. And then he said, uh, then he said uh, I, I'm supposed to meet you here, right? Then after that, I was like, huh? So after a bit of like guessing, we realized that we were both duped by the same person who chatted both of us up and played a trick on both of us. What? Yeah, so... But, but this you what whose picture did you get? I'm sorry. I got the picture of the other guy. The other guy got a picture of me. Yeah, so it's kind of pair you up as a blind date. Each other. Yeah, it's it's like a blind date, but uh Wow, that's interesting. Whose but did you guys hit it off? did you go to? Uh sorry? Whose condo did you go to? That guy's condo. What, who, which, what is that guy? That guy is which guy? The, the guy who was at the pool. So basically, right. this, this con con artist chatted with me, gave me the picture and the address of that guy. And he chatted with that guy. And gave me, uh, gave that guy my picture and scheduled the two of us to meet. And apparently both of us didn't, didn't chat with each other in actual fact. I, I don't know whose brilliant idea was it. Like He, he thought it was Probably very very funny playing a joke. Firstly, these con people have so much time. Yeah. <laughs> Two, he must be so weird because he had to have so many personalities. He was you. He was the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much. He started his own matchmaking service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Uh, yeah, true. Maybe there was no match made because both of us were, were kind of just pissed off that we were both played by the person. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, over time I realized that um, because. After some time, I identified myself as asexual. Mm -hmm. So I realized that a lot of these apps are not really for me because I realized that a lot of times these apps are very much the meat market where if I go on, they'll ask me whether I want to hook up and there's plenty of uh, dick pics and whatever pics. It's more dick pics than face pics. It's like when they show them any pic, then they show me their pic and their pic is a dick pic. So I was like, it's not really for me. So when I discovered out in SG, I was very much 
uh, elated that there was actually a platform that allowed me to make friends and socialize with people and not not feel that I'm I'm like a piece of meat. So yeah, so it's goodbye to all the ads and uh, yeah. So I would say to those using the ads, have manage your expectations uh, because a lot a lot of people they feel the app is uh, a, a means for them to satisfy a certain need. So if that is what you want, then I mean, by all means, use the app, but be careful when you're there. Because as uh, the, the few of us have shared, there are lots of scam artists out there. So just be careful. Right. And I think, you know, for some of you viewers out there has really known, I'm sure pretty much you have been related to what it's like to be using Grindr, Scruff, and other platforms as well. So for me, I mean, Grinder is no given fact that, you know, it's like when people are just out there to meet for hookups straight away. So if you want quick sex, you want instant sex, straight away Grinder is the place for you. And obviously if you want something that it's like, you know, um, a relationship kind of thing, then you'll go to places like either Tinder or OkCupid. So for my case, right, I think we all know that, you know, being on Grinder sometimes it's always kind of like you want a fast and quick action. There's no doubt about it. So the expectation is always there. So when you kind of meet, various people who try to message you, you get some really nice one to just want to have a good conversation. And then you meet some who just simply just want to jump straight to the point. Mm. How many of you guys will probably will relate to me and say that, you know, the first thing they go to say, care to be friend, T or B, stats, top or bottom, role. And it's like, wow, I'm sure you guys can come up with better conversation than just those questions, right? So sometimes I just literally ignore them. Or sometimes I'll just jump a very quick one. It's like, you know, uh, irritating answers to the questions where they say T or B. So I just put flex. Flex, uh, flex T or B. Flex. <laughs> then I would literally go, I would just irritate them even more. So for some of them, it's like because of the very fact that we know that uh, Grindr is a place whereby they show a lot of bot pics. Uh, they will share dick pics only, but because Grindr is such a way that they don't, they don't allow you to, to post uh, dick pics in public, it's only on private mode whereby you want to open up your privacy sharing with people that you feel that you can trust. So in this case, right, I feel that um, like I have people who really will show like, you know, um, this so-called timer whereby, you know, it's, it's, such, it's such as a, you open that picture one time. And that's it. That picture will deconstruct. It means they will not allow you to actually to take a screenshot or even to try to download because of such cases whereby people just simply share pics just to collect them. We all know that. There are crazy people out there. And then obviously, you know, the culture as such as this case, just to educate you guys, uh, like people nowadays because they know there are so many catfishes out there. So what they do is I say, that, okay, let's do a video video chat straight away. Either they go jump straight to Telegram or they jump straight to, to Line. For Grinder is like usually the Insta, uh, they will connect with each other through video just to check out to see whether you're uh, his type, oh. each other's type. So, I mean, there are times where I've been duped to say, okay, let's do it this way. And obviously, sometimes, you know, you make it, you break it. You know, you have some, you don't have some. I don't care. I mean, if you do got, if I'm not what you you want, so be yeah. it. Because so far, I think my chances of, 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 of meeting up is usually usually about 75% and then the 25% usually is too bad you know I don't give a shit like you know it's your loss right so mm -hmm. um, but for this case it's like I will just uh, make it quick I'll just bring it back um, something back to home to relate to what Stephen has actually went through so this situation whereby I went through OkCupid was only after when I actually kind of like you know I left off my last relationship for some of you do not know I have not been dating for five years mm -hmm. after my last relationship it ended very very badly 
um, I got really, really hurt, and I was so disassociated to the same extent that I don't believe in dating anymore. So after five years, when I kind of got myself together and I kind of sought the help that I really need, um, which I do encourage people: if you're heartbroken or you're kind of going through a lot of emotional distress, please do not hesitate to get help because there's nothing wrong or nothing shameful to get help. So what I did is that when I finally get myself back together and recollect my thoughts, right, and just so happens whereby you know this person um, tried to hit me up and you know using his nice pictures and stuff like that. So tell me, say that oh you know you're a very nice person. I would really love to be your boyfriend and everything. And uh, maybe we should try to like take it to WhatsApp. So we chatted on WhatsApp, and then he suddenly said that you know he he actually working for some cruise line, and apparently that um. His company, he's still kind of like doing some uh, uh, side business, right? But he doesn't want his company to find out about it. But if his company found out about it, he he will be fired. So he's kind of like, you know, uh, the all the Discreet. whole, entire, yeah, the, the whole entire money is being put into this little private bank that he actually started out with. And I got very shifty. So okay, this becomes some kind of a Nigerian prince scam. So I actually questioned him about it. I said that why would you do such things like this? Because you are already in such a decent job. In working in a cruise line, and yet you're doing this kind of sideline business. And I said no. And actually, he actually tried. He called me up. He uh, we chatted on voice, and he sounded very sincere. Said I'm from Italy, but I'm working in London and everything. And I'm like, wow, okay, amazing. Well, let's not. Why not do a video chat? So you see, I'm not that dumb after all. No, I can't do that because I'm actually on the ship right now. I'm uh, if I'm being caught. I'm like, I'm sure you can just send me a video chat of yourself, right? <laughs> if you can't, if you can't chat. Right now, send me a video chat. But he keeps stalling and stalling and stalling. Now this is what happened. I was talking to Jeff, one of our good friends from um the RuPaul's Drag Race Telegram group, Jeffrey Fenson. He's one of my dear friends at heart. So he was very smart. He actually kept a lookout for me, and I actually confided to what chat. Say, oh, give me this person's name. So you know what? He's very smart. He actually used the picture, the screenshot that I just sent him. He did a Google image search. And guess what? He found an Instagram online that is very related to the same person. So apparently, we linked up. So actually, I actually turns out that this guy, the same guy with the same picture who chatted me out, turns out to have an Instagram account. And this Instagram account has literally twenty thousand followers. So I'm thinking, wow, this guy is a huge influencer. So why would he be talking to someone like me? That doesn't make sense. So I try to check him out and say, "Hey, on Instagram, I say that, 'Hey, you know, I just want to check with you whether, um, you know, how is it like? Are you on this trip or are you out on this cruise where you're supposed to be staying?" I did not get a response to him. So that way, I decide I got something just cracked in my mind because I actually saw his uh, Insta stories. Right, he actually happens to be in Rome while the person talking to me on the phone said that he's out on in the waters. So it doesn't make sense, you see, two to two to not tell it together. So he insisted that he wants me to transfer. The, he he transfer money into my account, but on top of that, I have to literally um pay the so called the international uh fees or something. I say you got literally that much money in account. Why can't you just pay the the transfer fees yourself? Why do we should I be the one to pay? So when I check the bank, right, they say that oh it's gonna cost you about two k to exactly to so called to to bank in account. And I look at the website, right, it's totally legit shit. It said standard chartered, but it's so not standard chartered. It looks like a crap. It's a piece of shit. And I literally message right the real person on Instagram. I say, dude, I think you got scammed. I think you have been um someone's using your pictures to try to post yourself as me, and um because that's the only way I can get his attention. So when he got his attention, he actually replied back, what? 
you meet people using my photos, please don't, please don't respond yeah. to him. Yeah. And that was where I go, thank goodness you respond. Thank you very much. And at least he kind of assured me. And when I go back to my WhatsApp, right, that guy literally blocked me. So, oh. so I think oh, he probably knows that I, I see through his case because I told him, that I'm not going to do it. I don't care whether you come to Singapore or not because, you know, if you really like me as a person, right, you will show your face to me and you will definitely do it. But you definitely do. So I'm not going to buy for this shit. That's about it. Okay, one thing about, to me, you know the saying where to be cut, I mean, you should never ask someone what their pay is and all that. Financial statements and, and how much you have in your bank and, and every money thing is so sensitive. Yes. Why you bring it up on a date? I don't understand, okay? Exactly. That's why you know those videos on YouTube about, oh, I got so much in my account. I'm like, who will show very, This is a very Nigerian much, thing. How yeah. much they have in their account or how much they want. I mean, it's, it's such a weird thing, right? Like you guys, you know what I mean? Not, I, mm. not, you, you did the last thing I would share, you know, or, or show anyone. So mm. how... You know, you, you get very suspicious. And then one trick I have, of course, um, my Mandarin sucks, right? And that has saved me a lot. Because once it's in Mandarin, once they can't speak English, forget it. No more communication. Yes, I can't speak yeah. Mandarin as well. well so on that, on, that, on that note, guys, it's time to put on our British accent. Because we really? talked about... Yeah. We're going to English. And so we're going to guys. Because really? we're going to talk about... RuPaul's Drag Race okay. UK Episode 3! Yay! Stop, stop, stop. So, okay. all, what do you guys think of Episode 3? We just recently <gasps> aired. So, are you guys excited about it? It is so strange. We already planned doing apps and they even had apps in this episode. Dating apps. Right! <laughs> it was exactly. <laughs> it was so weird. What about coincidence, right? Yeah. Yes, they knew what we were going to talk about. <laughs> Who knew Scarlet Harlot is like, oh my gosh, she's so trade when he was like, oh my god, when they were all dressed as like males trying to get some date and they were trying to act so himbo, like so gung ho, like. And I was actually yeah. looking at Scarlet Harlot, like, wow, actually, he kind of looked at her like really, really hard with that beard, even though I'm not a big fan of big scruff and stuff like that, but he kind of looked really good. So I'm not sure what you guys think. Yeah. I, I feel I feel that if uh, if any of the contestants are going to start an OnlyFans account, it's gonna be Elevade. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Elevade <laughs> is pretty trait as well. Yeah. Before or yeah. okay. Veronica Green. One thing I have to say is Raven looks so good. Right? Yeah. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh. But I wonder how where she get the tan. Oh my god, that's amazing. Like I mean she's not that tan person, right? David, I can't that's find it, bronzer. It, 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 look, it looks all the way down. It's so nice and smooth. Remember? Yeah, it's almost the same color skin tone as before. Yeah, to shade yeah. the thing. And, and during the, um, um, her, yeah. the one with Raja, her fashion photo review, she's always very tanned and nice. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so, and, and so flawless, my god. The contouring is amazing. That's why a lot of queens are like asking her oh, how she can her yeah. nose, right? Yeah. She's yeah. so beautiful. She is so beautiful. Yeah. John, well, what are your thoughts about this episode? Okay, yeah. um, one big question, because I noticed this a lot of reality competition. What is your thought about helping fellow contestants? What yeah. is your thought about that? Because I, I mean, we see in... Veronica Green, right? Veronica Green, and also in like Great British Bake Off, you know, how contestants tend to, you know, help, help each other out. What's your thoughts about Veronica Green helping others out so much so that she actually mm. sacrificed... No her time. 
like I said, Veronica Green, I think possibly she will be a miscongeniality of the season for sure. But obviously she come at a very wrong time whereby she just trying to be so nice to help others, but she literally forgot her own, mm. you know, work. So Theresa May was very right. Theresa May was actually very, very concerned in his confessional mm. saying that, you know, why is Veronica Green helping everybody out? And people are watching that the very fact that she is giving so much advice to Kitty, uh, not Kitty, uh, to Crystal. Obviously, like, you know, and, and people who felt that, you know, her work came out really good and strong. But turns out that if really, if Crystal were to won the third time in a row, right, that'd be so unfair to the rest of them. And, uh, and that, that didn't sit very well for Charity Case. In fact, Charity Case, right, I cannot believe how I forgot about her because last week, her runway was extremely well done and I never gave her a tooth or a woohoo because I feel that she was really, like, you know, underwhelmed and... I kind of feel that this week is a really charity's case a week because if she starts to share about her personal issues of how she struggled with her HIV status and everything, it's really giving me another Trinity K Bonet, which is sometimes, you know, my heart really goes out to those people out there. And, you know, uh, this is to share the message out there. Just because you're HIV positive, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean you need to live with a stigma, right? You're still normal human beings like the rest of us, and we still can choose to live on, be happy, and live a great life. Yeah. Um. What do you think about vanity and the black pouches? I really hate, hate the two black pouches. I don't understand that. I don't understand what is that. It's like big tampons or something. Like, what are the two black pouches? Exactly. I'm questioning Charity Milan's uh, taste in drag. I don't know what yeah. she's thinking. Because to me, I find a certain drag, she's quite stylish. But I'm not quite sure she's out there yet. Yeah, so I kind of feel that. This is kind of charity Milan's, um, you know, if next year she's going to land on the bottom two, that's it. She's going to be out. Yeah. Ben on the other hand, right, how many of you guys agree that River Medway is a smart cookie? Literally, this episode. But the moment when Crystal came over to, like, uh, ask River for, for advice, <laughs> right? And River said, you know, it's up to you. What do you think? It's up to you. Yeah. It's your design. And I'm sorry, girl. I cannot help you because I, I need to focus on my... Yeah. On my, on my, uh, yeah, my work. Right. So, which I think River Batway did the right thing. And I, if, if, if she's going to get hate or she's going to get a different opinion from the fandom saying, oh, why are you so selfish? I'm like, screw you people. Look out for yourself before you start looking out for other people. Yeah, but oh, just to be trending, uh, this is the whole thing about Squid Game. Mm. It's a competition. Exactly. How do you survive? Yes. Squid Game, yes. Yeah, correct or not? Exactly. So, I, I combine both of that in a my post just now mm -hmm. in our group. Right. How about <laughs> the runway and the lip sync? <laughs> okay, sorry, Stephen hasn't watched it yet. Only Stephen hasn't watched Squid Game yet. I'm so sorry, Stephen. I mean, again, <laughs> out there, spoilers warning, spoilers warning. But honestly, Stephen, this is not really the best episode. Lah. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. You can just kind of whiz it by, so it's not really exciting. But and I'm sorry that, you know, um, the Queen got mm -hmm. sent home. So, uh, <laughs> mm, so unfair. This is just one of the like, you know, it doesn't pay to be kind. It doesn't pay to be kind at all. Oh, yeah, but the, okay. Then the thing is that you must admit, Crystal Versace, the outfits are fantastic. No matter what, mm -hmm. no matter how she had to seek help and everything. I mean, any of her outfits can be in a fashion magazine, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I think that's why they say she looks fabulous. But I think it was Michelle Versace that says she has no personality. Graham was saying that it's getting a little bit boring. They need yeah. an extra, extra something. Because they're all like, you, you can't, you can't be flatlining as, as, as great as it is. It's great. 
slightly flatlining already. Because it's like, he's a clothes hanger, that's it. Yeah. Because the personality doesn't come out. Yeah, first week, you know, her drag was cinched to the waist. Yeah. Second, Second week, week, cinched to the waist. the waist. Third week, cinched to the waist. Oh, how many times are you going to cinch the waist? You've got to, mm. you've got to think of something out of the box. Seriously, and yes, that may be your drag style, but you cannot bring it to drag race. That's the who thing. Was, you have to who be was the winner? There was a winner. Okay, she had a waist this small in the US. Sagittaria. Is it Sagittaria the winner? Sagittaria. Right? No, no. Violet Chashki. Uh, yeah. Violet Chashki. Yeah, yeah Violet Chashki as well. Yeah. But she had personality. Yeah. She wasn't just a clothes hanger, you see. Yeah. So it was different. But all her outfits were like, oh my goodness, I want to buy it. You know, all her outfits. I will wear all her outfits. You know, yeah, you, you will age, buy, right? I, could, oh my God. I, do, I think only my arm could fit. Okay. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> yeah, but you see, that's why that's missing. Because all her outfits are great. Even, you know, she she breaks her shape and all that. But right. it's just that beautiful face and that's it. It's all walks out all the time. So you have to have personality. So yeah, that's yeah. why they're saying to get her down, it has to be an acting challenge or a dance challenge or something <laughs> Or like yeah. a snatch game challenge. Snatch game. Improv, improv, improv. Who is a bimbo that she can play? Uh? I don't know. Yeah, or improv. Yeah, improv. Right? So yeah, that's interesting. Although she seems like she seems like one of those people who have been preparing for drag race all her life, you know. So as as much as she's not showing personality now, mm-hmm. who knows? You know, when when the time comes, I think she she knows that snatch game is coming. I'm sure she has yeah. something up her sleeve already. Yeah, yeah but so I think for see. snatch game, right? People like Kitty uh, Kitty. Yes, yeah. She's really she's really the MVP player this yeah. week, this week episode and. Really, I kind of like when you see how she kind of like she reach out, reaches out to charity case. My God, my heart just warms up to her. I'm thinking like she's, she's I, I'm kind of like rooting for her. She's I, not. I a, love Kitty. Yeah. Sorry, she's like a I care bear to me. I feel like Kitty. Like, he has has got humor, has got heart, you know, and and then, her confession is always like on point. Like you know, yeah, when she make a certain yeah. one liner joke, right? But it like, really hits yeah. right. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm for it. And speaking of like, you know, class size and everything, right? I mean, it's kind of sad. I mean, we all know that who is getting the Eureka's cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, there's not even a moment for her to like give a confession to say why she couldn't make it. So it's really sad that, you know, um, she didn't have a chance to actually have a proper closure. And like, you know, whereas Eureka, she does in season uh, nine. One knee is bad enough to pull you out of a competition. And the liabilities, you know what I mean? If it was my company, it's the liabilities. If it goes worse or anything, you know? Yeah, so, I guess it, yeah. It's also not fair if, if, if you are already injured, then yeah. going forward, what if you need to lip sync, you know? Then it's not fair to you. Then there's that whole group of people that will say, how dare you put her to continue yeah. knowing that she's in pain? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, but okay, but for, as an Asian, I, of course, want to support the Asian River. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I do you think she he can last till top three? It's very, very hard nervous, because River doesn't seem to have the fashion sense to execute great looks. And that is like one of the major things to For example, remember his first look, he used yeah. the map which was cute. Yeah. He used the bee netting. But the thing is that if you're dragging that bee netting could be 10 meters. That is drag, not the 0.5 meters on his head. You see, when I saw yeah. that, I said, you stupid river, if you got your netting 10 meters long and dragged it, I swear 
he would have won something for that outfit, yeah, right? I totally agree. Like, you know, isn't that Anubis? Huh? That's Anubis, right? Not the netting. The netting's Anubis. Then there was netting. Mm-hmm. He, was a, he said he was a big catcher, so he did some black netting, and then the whole outfit ah, was made No, I'm talking of, about uh, this, week's, this week's runway this challenge. Week's, yeah, this week's, week's, not, not this week's runway challenge. The, his yeah. first outfit, he was he, he he did a map which was a good idea. All right, he used maps to yes, but yeah. he said he was a big catcher too, so he did some netting on the head. But it was like just like that. I tell oh, you, that's can I check with you? Uh, the first runway looks right. It's definitely okay. not something out they constructed. It's something they they yeah they brought they brought they pre constructed they pre constructed. Yes. Okay. That's why you could have had the ten right. meters yeah. of netting. Yeah. Which wouldn't have got that much space, you see. Do you know that Michelle Versace was wearing a Cheongsam? Yes. And so I don't know whether this cultural appropriation thing will come out. I'm just wow. waiting. Because they're so sensitive on things like that now. Remember, yeah. we are talking about it. If we can't dress like a red Indian, you can't dress something that's not your culture. What is it? Yeah. And she wore this To lace. me, it's not an issue. No, for me, it's baby. not an issue. But I don't know, are, but those people who want to make a big deal out of it, yes, like, seriously, yeah. screw you. You guys, because, you guys have nothing better to do. Because, for example, like uh, Lalisa from Blackpink, yes. her latest money video, they were talking about her locks. And I'm like, ev- even the African-Americans and the black people say, it's not an issue. Why are other black people making it such an issue? You know what yeah. I mean? And these so-called woke idiots are just out there to just try to find something to tear people down. You know what? Yeah, Let they that will be do our it. next topic because exactly. it's still going on. Because Ernest, I want to mention something. This has happened been going on for decades. Even, you know, remember back during the 90s, right? When the Spice Girls performed at the Brit Awards. Yes. When Jerry Halliwell wore her famous, famous iconic Union Jack. You know what her dresses tell her? You shouldn't wear that. That's racist. I'm like, what are you talking about? Seriously, why? Why does that? Why? What is wrong with you people? And if she did not wear the uh, dress, mm-hmm. the Spice Girls wouldn't be where they are. They literally launched, you know, them into the whole culture, you know, pop, pop them. All right, so we've come to the end of our episodes. It's a short one, and if you do have anything that you would like us to discuss more on next week or future episodes, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share your comments down below. So we hope to see you again next week. Bye for now. Bye. Hi everyone, we just finished watching Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Yeah, and uh, it's a new movie musical adaptation of the West End hit that has been running for many years, starring Vinegar Strokes, Michelle Visage, and Bianca Del Rio, none of whom are actually in the movie except for Bianca for like a short cameo. Yeah, so okay, uh, what are your thoughts, guys? Okay, uh, so based on what I understand, um, the 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 musical, Western musical was originated from a documentary about Jamie New, uh, an actual real life character. Mm-hmm. So it charts about her um, growth, uh, her journey from being a, a a student to becoming a drag queen. So it's a very it's very entertaining musical. Um, I don't think there were any like dull moments in the show. So I, I would rate it as a rather successful um, stage to screen adaptation. 
and most of the songs are very catchy. So if you're into like pop music, you know, catchy tunes, I would suggest that you catch the musical. And also um, the West End musical is available on YouTube in the entirety. So if you want to compare, you can actually watch the uh, film adaptation and watch the West End musical and compare between the two. Well, uh, for me, I, I, I enjoyed the experience. Uh, of, of course, I, I really wanted to watch it because I couldn't watch it in the West End, first of all, you know. Uh, I found that uh, I, I found that a very enjoyable experience. I thought that the pacing was very fast and snappy. Um, the, it was, the direction was very entertaining. The songs were kind of on the simple side. Uh, it doesn't really have like any big like singing moments, you know. But I thought that they were very well written and they really, they really touched the hearts of the characters and the emotions that they were trying to express. Yeah, so it, it, was, it was a very enjoyable experience for me. Yeah. AJ, how do you feel? On the other hand, for me, right, uh, I think overall, I think the movie has done a, a, a good effort in trying to stay afloat of the things and try to stay as true to the uh, West End version itself. Uh, coming from where I, I have not exactly really watched the West End version, but my opinion, I feel that the film pacing was a little, was a kind of a little bit off. I felt that, you know, I didn't quite get the very first act, but then Subsequently, when it gets to the second or the third act, right, without revealing much spoilers, I think somehow I managed to feel that, especially the main character starting to get uh, more inverse into his role, because at the beginning, I don't feel that he's kind of really acting out the role that he's meant to be. He, I don't, it doesn't kick, uh, doesn't kind of resonate with me that he's actually someone who's actually struggling. But then because it's just the actor, but maybe as along the way, he kind of got used to his role, that he's starting to warm up. So I guess maybe I gotta give props to them. So really give props to the, the 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 actors and actress who actually play his parents because they actually really does a, they really are the weight of the show, especially the teacher itself. So she kind of like you know kind of so called played the villainous role, but she's um yeah I mean somehow overall you know um it was the ending that actually is, is definitely much better than the beginning. That's not opinion. Mm. Well, guys, quick question. Uh, in your opinion, if Jamie New were to audition for RuPaul's Drag Race as Mimi, me, me, <laughs> how well do you think that she would fare? Well, I, I think I think that not not having seen the real person perform in real life, I would imagine that expectations will be really really high for her for sure you know not 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 even talking uh, her actual talent notwithstanding it's not every drag queen who has a hit west end musical based after her life story which is now a movie you know and and uh, yeah and so uh, i feel i feel that regardless of how well she actually does everyone will be looking out for her and will be looking out to see how well she actually does yeah and of course you have the royalties from the from the musical and from the movie to fund the her drag career so i think we're going to expect like the most lavish costumes and looks and also super high on the talents as well yeah, yeah. john what do so you think speaking of drag race right uh, I, I think that um, Mimi would actually probably be on par with Veronica Green and uh, Elva Day, you know, in terms of that she, she does have some experience on stage, so that might help her. But let's uh, speaking of the drag race, right? So 
let's um share a bit of like references that we spot during the show. Can can any of you share some of the references that you spot? I think Steven. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm, yeah, there were some subtle references to, you know, like drag is not just a TV show. I think we all know what TV show he was he's talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, and just referencing Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> yes, who we saw in the show as a cameo. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, like, can you imagine this, this, this little TV show that what that uh, that was on a uh, that was on a cable network that nobody ever watches, like Logo. You know, it has grown into such a phenomenon that it has inspired musicals nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also a lot of heart in the show, right, AJ? I mean, they talked about the AIDS pandemic, how it hit Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah so there was that something was that was actually shared by um, the senior drag queen who actually kind of like, you know, um, it was a bit different from the, from the West End production. So again, like what you said about the reference in terms, right, because uh, just now Jonathan was also saying that there's one drag queen that actually looks like a bit like Bibi Zahara Ben. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's not her. La. So I mean, I it's not her, yeah. So it kind of looks like her. So, but still, I think, um, yeah, I think overall, I think it's yeah, definitely potential, but, you know, giving the real-life character who has already done his own musical, has read his own novel, has read his own autobiography, and probably earn a hell lots of money. Do you think she really wants to be in RuPaul's Track Race with BBC that pays nothing for winners? And, so, and what if she lost, right? Exactly. What if she lost, yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of like, you no, know, I didn't come out of the way to get, you know, like, and she really so successful. She doesn't need a, 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 a you know, RuPaul's Track Race yeah, show yeah. to make her more successful. I mean, you know, I given if I'm in the position, I think you know I think just should just stick with it and just lay low and let other queens have the chance to compete. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Jonathan, would you like to take us on our point system? Yes. Okay. So upon five ticket stops, how would each of you rate the show? For me, hmm. I would rate it four and a half ticket stops, so almost full marks. How about you, AJ? Wow, you guys are very generous. I think <laughs> I will give it three ticket stops only because I feel that the certain the main act the main actor himself, uh, he didn't carry his role at the very beginning. So I didn't really feel a lot of, especially you are the main character. You're the protagonist, right? You're supposed to kind of like bring the whole entire journey. You're supposed to bring the audience journey but it didn't quite get to me I only start to get his character only that the very last part the second part of the show and the third act that's about it yeah okay and Stephen mm -hmm. well uh, for me I enjoyed it a lot and uh, yeah I found it uh, well uh, 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 it, it's a well, I enjoyed the show a lot and I found it a very enjoyable experience. I related very much with the characters, with the, the young queen and the old queen and the mom's journey. And, and I can even sort of was able to relate to the dad. Of course, he's an asshole. And we've all had our own bullying experiences. Yeah. So, uh, so I found it uh, very enjoyable, very relatable and also very heartfelt, very emotional for me. Yeah, it's a score that definitely I would like to listen to again. It's a show that I definitely would like to watch again. So I give it four and a half ticket stops, just okay. like you, John. 
So that's the total of 12 ticket starts divided by 3, which would be 4 ticket starts. So that earns it a weekend ticket. Okay, so it's a very high rating. Well, and it's a woo from us. Woo-ish. Right. <laughs> so enthusiastic. <laughs> All right, so that's it for our, our review. Yep. Back to our right, Thank you, everyone.